Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Strength Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Kurkowski. So grateful that you can join me today. So today I'm with Dr. Ryan Wolford. Ryan's a doctor of chiropractic, and he's the creator of the Be Your Own Guarantee program. So Ryan's approach to his practice is a bit different than the mainstream chiropractics, which was one of the first reasons we connected not long ago and I was invited to be a part of his Mindset Matters Summit, where he brought 21 different coaches and experts together to talk mental, physical, and spiritual health. So Ryan's journey towards creating the summit and to the Be Your Own Guarantee program is truly inspiring and got a chance to dive into it with him today. So with that, we're going to get right to it. If you like this episode, do us a favor. Please show the podcast some love and rate and review it wherever you're listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Catch all new episodes that are dropped every single week. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Now let's get on with the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast, Dr. Ryan Wolford. How are you, man? Good to see you. Always good to talk to you, Mike. And I know we're going to have just a, a great free-flowing conversation, aren't we? That we're going to try and solve the problems of the world. I think that's our oh, that's our mission here. That's what we do. Yeah. So it might <laughs> yeah it might take an hour or so, but we'll see. We'll we'll get into it. So no, I, I appreciate you coming on. Um, I had a blast being a part of the Mindset Matters Summit that you put on, which was awesome. You know, you did a just first off, kudos to you because you did a phenomenal job on Thank it. You. I got a chance to. Uh, you know, have fun being a presenter, but then the other people that you had on 21 plus, you know, presenters in there, um, just an awesome, awesome event. So congrats on it. Thanks. It was, yeah, I've, I've run like that was the third one that I've done just on my own, like mm-hmm. a summit conference event type thing, but I've done a few with another, like other companies before then. And I've been on different summits and contributed mm-hmm. there, but that, you know, I just, I did another one. My fourth one was uh, called the Spine and Posture Health Connection Summit, which we'll get into that later mm-hmm. as far as the spine connection. Uh, but no, the mindset matters. Just it, it turned out just great. I mean, it was, it, you know, I wanted to do it because, I mean, you and I both know we've, you know, we've known each other for a few years and been in this, this uh, realm of mindset for a little while. And, you know, the training that I went through, with mindset. And it's, you know, mindset was never one of these big things I had when I was a kid. You know, I was, I I call myself a recovering pessimist Ah, okay. (laughs) because everything would go wrong. I'd always pick the wrong line. It was me. It was my, you know, it was was that. And not until I heard like the definition or the explanation of what mindset was, I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, your, your perspective, your perception of the world Mm. and how that, essentially drives your decisions and your choices and your the actions and how if we have a negative view of the world, essentially, mm-hmm. where everything's going to go wrong, whether it's with our health, with our relationships, with our careers, if we, we feel that in like the unconscious, untapped part of our, our brain, like the, the, the uh, monkey brain, if you will, mm-hmm then that's going to lead us to the actions that we take sustainably. Now, we might have short-term success in our, in our health. For example, if we have these goals for our health or sure. goals for our business or goals for our relationships, but we tend to fall back to the level of our perception or our essentially mindset mm-hmm. that we have about that situation, yeah. about our health, if that's, that's been the issue. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I really wanted to dive into with that summit was like what mindset isn't, you know, it's not just Mm. thinking positive. 
Because if you don't actually believe what you're thinking, and if you have like a more powerful uh, voice that you that you can't even hear in the back mm-hmm. of your head, telling you that you're not good enough, that you know you might try and try and try and take action, take powerful action, but if you have this unconscious driver, your mindset in the back is on a fixed, negative, unhelpful, non-serving level, then you're never going to be able to achieve the goals that you want for your health, relationships, wealth, uh, career, whatever whatever it is. And that's why I wanted to have that like array of presenters and speakers talking about those different aspects of life. Mm. Of, of health and how mindset plays a role in it and giving actual solutions and, and methods and systems that they've used with themselves and also their patients and or clients to help mm. them have these not just one-time breakthroughs because it's not just, again, that's what mindset right. is not as well. It's not just a one-time thing. It's not just something that happens. It's, you know, we can start with the epiphany in the aha moment, mm-hmm. but the work comes after you have that moment. Right. Oh man, there's so many threads on that. I want to pull on. So yeah. it's what I, what I love, I love that the, the vision kind of what, what it, not what is mindset, what isn't mindset. I think it's a really good way to approach problems or things. Cause I, I even had that struggle. I've been part of mindset groups for a bit and still it's like to have a clear definition of what it is. It's it's a challenging thing, and you could talk to a hundred different people, and you might get a hundred different definitions. Mm-hmm. And I think you know what it is um, that I realize it's kind of like fitness. Like there's there's not just one definition because it's a living, breathing thing. Like if you ask you know a fifteen year old what love is, it's going to be much different than when he has when he turns eighteen. You know when maybe he has like his first love, and then twenty five, and then thirty five, and then fifty. Like what does that mean? So it's none of them are wrong. It's just the definition evolves often. So I think that's a really important point with trying to understand mindset because, you know, it's not just, oh, this is the definition of mindset. It's like, no, what isn't it? Okay. That's a, that's a different approach uh, to go. And so I thought that's, that's a really, you know, good way of, of trying to approach and solve one of these big problems. Yeah. And in mindset can either serve you or not serve you. You know, mindset isn't just the positive part of it, but the mindset, you know, essentially the definition that I have for it is your mindset is what actually drives your actions, habits, and behaviors. And we've learned that from yeah. our uh, mentor, you know, Brian mm-hmm. Grasso, who was on mm-hmm. the uh, on the summit. And that's where I learned a lot of this from. And that was another uh, impetus, another inspiration for me to want to do this summit is to bring this system, like this eliminate your limits mindset system to even more people, because mm-hmm. it's a simple and consistent method and uh, practice to do. And if you do it, you will achieve sustainable success. Yes, you just will. And, <sighs> and it's not just because I'm on your podcast here, Mike, but you know, one of my favorite, and you just exemplified it right there with that analogy of a the definition of like a 15 year old, somebody who's 15 years old with love, how that changes as he evolves. Mm-hmm. And that's why I loved yours. And I'm not just saying this because I was thinking about this. I still think about your uh, talk on this summit because I loved your analogies, especially because uh, yours was, you know, the strength, right? Mm-hmm. The strength connection. 
to in, in health. And what I loved was the highway, the highway of strength, because, you know, putting that in perspective is if you're driving on a highway, it doesn't matter how fast you're going, you're still making progress. Some days you have to be in the slow lane. Some days you could, you're feeling great. Okay. I'm going to be in the passing lane and I'm going full bore. I'm, I'm going for it. And then sometimes you're in the middle lane where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm not my best. I'm not my worst, but at least I'm, but yeah, that has all, that's one that has stuck mm -hmm. with me because of that analogy. And that's why I love that. And I love, you know, your stuff because you give great examples and analogies that, that can relate and people can identify with. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate it. It's, it took a while to really get that, get that down and then realize it, but it is regardless of what lane you're taking and what's your path, you're still moving forward. And I think that's, you know, and from learning that, like that took a while for me, like in, you know, 23, 24, when I first got into this business 15 years ago, it was, you know, fitness was about aesthetics, you know, business was about, you know, hustle and making money, you know, and then it's like, you go through these stages of stuff and then you start to peel back the layers, be like, oh, maybe there's more to this, you know, maybe there's more to this, you know, I mean, you know, people who have spiritual journeys do the same thing. It's like, sometimes you need to go down these paths to work with. And it's, it is funny, like, you know, probably you see this so much in your practice, like with people who have chronic pain and you think like, oh, this is just the way it is, or my shoulder hurts. So it has to be my shoulder. When in reality, it might be stemming from something else going on. It might be your mind. And it's, I know just being a patient before, that's a tough pill to swallow when you're, you know, when you're a patient with, you know, chronic neck pain and you think mm -hmm. it's a postural yeah. thing, but it's actually other things that's going on. So what I loved about the mindset matters is you, if you go into it with that open mind, it's like, you're going to learn something about like, you know, you're not looking for maybe a possible epiphany that's going to change everything, but you're finding new analogies. You know, you're just, you're gaining new wisdom. And I think the more you practice that and the more you learn that you're going to find your path. And, you know, you touched on it there and we, you know, we've spoken about this before is you can know it like somebody like at 23, 24, you, you know, like what you know at that, at that point, mm -hmm. or even now you talking to a patient or a client is they know what they need to do, right? Mm -hmm. Why don't they do it? Why don't we do it? And that's the mindset is because you can do it for a little while, but if you're that unconscious driver, again, that's, mm -hmm. I love that term because it's like, it's driving, it's directing where you're going. And that's why it's not sustainable. Like I've done you know, I remember 10, 15 years ago, I, out in my garage over there, because, you know, my, my, my kids are sleeping, my wife is sleeping, and I'm up saying my affirmations and mm -hmm. pounding my hand, like with, with feeling and, and intention. But there was something in the back of my brain that just wasn't, it wasn't resonating. It, you have to find what resonates mm. with your unconscious, because if you're trying to fight against it, with what is what it believes, then it's going to be short lived at best, whatever the result you're trying to get, whether it's with again, with health, relationships, wealth, uh, fitness, whatever it is. Yeah, let's, uh, let's unpack that a little bit more. Because that's mm -hmm. a big I mean, that's a big question. And we talked about that before we recorded, like, 
a lot of the things that we talk about. And again, sometimes I go back on this because I'm fortunate that I'm in this business. I get to talk to people like you, to other coaches who were in this, we're in this space all the time. And sometimes when you're only in that space, like you think that everybody else thinks like you, when in reality, you're not, I always would crack up. I would go to, um, strong first kettlebell events and it would be a weekend, two, three days. And I'm seeing people that I've known for a long time and they're crazy fit and healthy. They're glowing. And then you meet other people and everybody's in this like excited energy. And then you go to the airport to go home and you start looking around and I'm like, what the hell just happened? It's like, I was, you know, you were just kind of in this little bubble of, you know, a hundred people or a couple hundred people. And everybody's kind of got that same mindset of growth. And you think like, oh, the world is awesome. This is great. And then you start to see other people and how they react and they respond and you're like, wow, it's different. So I always put that in, you know, to that mindset, but, you know, to get back onto that topic of when you said like you were, you were feeling these things or you were going through these things, but it wasn't resonating with you in there. When did it start to click? Was there a moment that you had? Was it a different feeling that you got from, you know, something that it seemed like it resonated with you more or was it just more getting a lot of information and kind of absorbing it and taking it in and practicing it that kind of eventually led you to the path that you're on now? That's a great question. I mean, I love that because it is a learning process. Um, it, in there were books that I read and, you know, I was into the read, like for me, it was a book a month, at least one book a month. Just, I, I was never a big reader growing up. Just, I, I read because I had to in school. I was a really good student, but it was, I didn't read for enjoyment mm-hmm. and got really big into the, you know, the, uh, in the early 2000s self-help. I love the self-help stuff, Zig Ziglar and Jim mm-hmm. Rohn. And, and it was all that process. And I, I would, implement that, uh, you know, Tony Robbins. Um, and, and really, it was probably early, you know, 2010s, uh, mid, that's when I, I, I re uh, uh, connected with you know, my friend, Brian Grasso. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he was starting this, uh, he had started the Certified Mindset, or a Mindset Performance Institute. Mm-hmm. And I knew him from like 20, I've been known him for like 20 some years and he was in the, the fitness in youth fitness uh, area and he evolved over time. And then we started talking and he had this framework of like the four pillars of mindset training. And it was simple. It was actionable. It was sustainable. And that's really when I started getting back into, or, or when I noticed the changes happening Mm-hmm. And notice that, it, and trust me, it's still a work in progress. There's still days where I have the, the negative, you know, the negative uh, mindset or hours, or it's, it's a lot less now. Congratulations. It, was, it means but, you're sane. <laughs> yeah, right. It, in what, what he helped me understand was we all have voices in our heads, all of us. You're not diseased. You're not mentally ill if you have a voice in your head that's telling you certain things like, Again, mine was, you'll never be successful. Like figuring out what is this voice telling me? And so it didn't matter what I would do action-wise. It wouldn't be fully sustainable. I wouldn't be happy. And that was another one. You'll never be happy because, you know, I saw, you know, people, like I said, I was a recovering pessimist. You know, my parents, they, man, they provided for me. They, they did great, but they weren't like, 
rah rah, you know, yeah, people. They supported me everything I did, sure. but it wasn't, and it wasn't a, a negative environment. But those little things that you hear growing up, right? Like, you know, I don't think I ever heard, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, but it was that, that, uh, you know, feeling like a, that, like a stoic feel like, yeah, that. it was that feeling of it. And like every, you know, when they would talk about money, mm. even though they had, you know, we were fine. It was, yeah. it, but that was a story that they carried with them and they wanted to make sure they provided for us and had enough for us, you know? Mm. So that's a story that I can get down into where it's like, am I providing, you know, for my family, both, you know, just spiritually, uh, financially, uh, just being there and connecting with them. Am I, am I being the dad? Am I being the husband that, you know, that, that I want to be. Mm. And if I would keep that story and I didn't hear that story, if I didn't hear that, uh, uh, you know, negative thinking, if you will, in, in my, or to identify that I would have just kept pushing against that rather than bringing it out of the shadows and then dealing with it and not, you know, talking endlessly about it every day because that just reinforces it. But first bringing that, learning that language that I was saying, that, that internal dialogue, instead of just being in the background, controlling my actions. Mm. So that was, that was the, I think when it started to really hit home, Yeah. when I could actually, it, it made sense to me. It was logical. And I have, you know, a pretty logical brain. Right. And, you know, at least I think I do. And it was like, okay, that, that makes sense of why it, it hadn't ever quote worked before right. I figured it out is I was yeah. missing that, that piece. And then as we unlayer that, and built up that, you know, made that soil of my mind mm. nourishing, you know, like make sure, cause you can have all the fertilizer you want. You can have all the water and the uh, nutrients in the soil for your garden or your grass. Right. But if the soil is bad, if you're trying to build it in rock or cement, it's not going to grow your grass. It's not going to grow your garden and vegetables. Right. So that was again another analogy that he gave to me, like, oh, that that's great. And now right. we can start. Now that fertilizer is going to work. Now that water is going to exactly. work. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what's interesting too is then once you get the soil down and you plant the seed, you still need to do the work in order to get mm-hmm. it done. And I think I, you know, I've your your journey on it's really interesting and inspiring because I think we get into this pattern of like you feel like that, like you want that epiphany moment. Like you go to an event and you hear something or you see a quote and you're like, yes, that's it. I've got it. And cause you get an emotional response from it. And it's, if you actually look at that objectively, well, you're searching for an emotional response. So whatever you hear, you're probably going to find it. And it's funny. I just, I finished, um, I don't know if you ever read the book, uh, grit by Angela Duck, uh, Angela Duckworth. Um, I haven't, yeah. interesting, but I've heard about it for a long time and I, you know, I saw it and I grabbed it and she talked about like following your passion and she used that, ex- and that analogy. And it's like, when you have a kid, like, oh, you can do whatever you want. Like what excites you, what, what's passionate about. And she kind of almost threw like a, like an asterisk on it. Like, be careful. Like, because you know, kids, they're, they're excited about a million different things, you know, it's like, but 
if they're excited about it and then they do it again and then they get more excited and then they do it again and they get more excited, then you keep doing it and you keep building. So she's like, passion is not like a one-time thing. It builds over time. Like, so try a bunch of different things and then see what mm-hmm. resonates. And I, I kept thinking about the whole mindset, you know, uh, piece of that where we think that these things are going to change all the time, but we have this governor in our head that once we get a little bit of success, oh no, we let's bring it back down. And it's the same if the, if it cools down too much, like if you're going down, you know how to build yourself back and find that status quo all the time. And it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to break through of getting through that status quo. And then it could start to really get into even other aspects of your health. So it's like just that constant work over and over again of building it, then eventually it moves on. I think that's kind of really the epitome of what mindset work is. It's just kind of the daily tasks of mm-hmm. doing what kind of resonates with your higher vision. Exactly. Yeah, it, you're exactly right. It's, I, I love that too, is, you know, the passion, the passion part of it. Because mm-hmm. we can have a lot of different passions, but what is it that you're good at? What Or what do you, what are you direct, drawn to? Um, and if we're talking even about health and fitness and um, making sure, you know, we, we, we are healthy for a lifetime and active and mobile for a lifetime, there's so many different methods that you can use. But what is it that is good for you? Or I like it. it what is good? You know, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of the word good, but yeah. most people understand right, what that yep. means. Is it good? And is it good for you? So example. A lot of people would say, man, I love pizza. Pizza is good. But if you have too much pizza, it's probably not good for you if you're talking right. about wanting to reach a certain level of health and True. fitness and, and weight or whatever it is. So there's so that's what you have to watch out for. You know, this is good. I love, I love doing this. I love watching, you know, just Netflix. Yeah. But is it good for me to continue to do that six hours a day? Exactly. You know, is I, it, I, I like being on my computer or, or whatever, playing mm-hmm. games on my computer. Is that good for you if you do that chronically? And that, there's the one of the keys too is it. We can do these things, mm-hmm. and it's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. But if it, if the reason you are doing them is something again, this goes back even to the mindset. If it's to avoid something, if it's to procrastinate, it's if it's because of fear, like mm. that that driver that you are going back to the pizza, that you're going back to the Netflix and not doing the things that are going to lead you towards your goals, these tasks, mm. right? Then, then that is what's preventing you from getting the success that you want, no matter what that is, like the health, the, the mindset. Is is what is the driver behind the action? Yeah. <laughs> is it because you're because those inherently by themselves are not bad things, right? Right. But if you keep doing them chronically and keep going back to them, and they're preventing you from getting in the fast lane, if you like, right. from the, the highway mm-hmm. example, yeah. from making more progress, yeah. Then, then sometimes people get frustrated that they're not making progress fast enough and it's not working right oh 100% yeah well the 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 speed aspect of it, i mean that's a that's a whole nother conflict you know yeah. to dive into it you know it's funny i just wrote a 
an article about that term, like know thyself, you know, what is best for you. And it's like, it's kind of a tricky thing. Cause in reality, if you've, if you are in bad health and you're in poor health, you don't know what's best for you. You have no idea what that means. And, you know, I kind of got into a mistake because I went so deep into this, you know, path of intuitive training, which I still believe is, is the goal to get to. But I, you know, made the mistake of talking about it with a lot of people who weren't ready to do that yet. You need to follow kind of some disciplinary skills of just build up those habits first. And then you get to that creative side when you start get into it. So that's the same kind of same thing, like with mindset, you know, where's your mind at? Well, first you might need to follow some specific things down. You yeah. might need to get these things down. Don't worry about how it makes you feel like just get the habits down, start building them up. Then you start to get to that next level, you know? And I kind of, I use that analogy. I think when I spoke with you about kind of like the school system, it's like, yes. we yeah. treat, we treat our health, especially as adults, like, once we find one thing that sticks and we do really well, then we just think we just stay with that forever. That's it. And then when it doesn't work anymore, I'm like, well, it's the same thing as a kindergartner learning the ABCs and like, oh, that you learn the ABCs. And then all the way through 12th grade, you keep reciting the ABCs over and over again. It's like, no, mm -hmm. it's not doing anything more for you. You graduated. You need to go to next level thinking. You need to think for yourself. You need to read big books. You need to write essays. You need to go to another level. And it's the same thing with, with health, with mindset, the holistic approach of it. Like it's, it's the same path. And yeah, if you, if you're stuck in a moment after that, then congratulations, you've just advanced to another level. You know, it's wow. not bad. This is how yeah. you're supposed to feel at this moment. Well, and you know, you mentioned, you know, progressing and doing different things. And especially when we're talking about health and fitness, like I just decided, I, so I've always played basketball, you know, my entire life played basketball and, and you know what I'm, the training I'm doing right now mm -hmm. is I, I want to be able to dunk again. Like that's my goal. Right. And so I'm doing a vertical jump training program. I, yeah. you know, I, I intellectualized, like found, you know, Googled best vertical jump training programs, looked mm -hmm. at a couple of different ones. So I found one and I looked at the reviews and YouTube videos and this and that, but I just didn't stop there. I'm like, okay, it's something that I, I actually want to pay for. Mm -hmm. So, and it was a minimal investment, but it's all laid out. And plus it would include some co like a coaching call sure. uh, with, with the, the trainer who developed it. And so that's what I've been doing for the last like eight weeks nice. is in, because I, you know, it, it, we talk about the driver, we talk about the mindset. And I, I wanted to challenge myself to see one, how long it would take for me to be able to do it again, yeah. to dunk again, or, or get my vertical jump up. Mm -hmm. I wanted to build and not just that I wanted to build athleticism, build explosiveness, mm -hmm. because I'm in my upper 40s now. And I don't want that to be a deterrent or a mindset sure. that I take into well, I'm you know, I'm going to be almost 50. I'm not going to be able to, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, of course, I'm going to lose strength. Of course, I'm going to lose power. No, no, no. you know, I'm on the opposite mm -hmm. end of the range of most people's like, no, you know, this is something I know. It's not about the age. It's about how I take care of myself, yeah. my mind, my brain, my, my body. It doesn't matter what age. Now, you know, when I'm 80, will I be able to dunk? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. 
but <laughs> I, I don't want to let that deter me yeah. from like right now in knowing, okay, this is what I want. It was between that because, you know, and also challenge myself and I still might do it mm-hmm. like taking boxing lessons. I love it. My wife, my wife's not a, a big fan of that one. Uh, like as far as even if I was going to get actually get in the ring and, and spar or fight, but I've always kind of resonated and, and, and loved yeah, with your practice too, you yeah. need your hands. So it's like, I, I think, right. you, I think you chose right on that one. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So you bought about eight weeks that you've been doing this program so far. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going? It, I, I love it. And here's another thing is mm-hmm. you will continue to do things that like workouts. I'll use this example. My workouts take me an hour to hour and 15 minutes, sometimes mm-hmm. even a little bit longer where somebody might hear that. And like, even me, depending on what workout it is, if you told yeah. me it was an hour and 15 minutes, I'm like, boy, right. like there's no way, you know, it's too boring. I, I want to be mm-hmm. in and out in 30 minutes. But because this is important to me, because this is a, a goal that I have, mm-hmm. and my mindset is this is something that I want and, and why and my reasons for doing it are are helpful and serving, yeah. I'm going to, it's not that big of a deal. Like, do I always want to do it? Some days I'm in that slow lane, like, oh, I don't yeah. feel like doing it. Like right after this interview, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm doing my, doing my workout. And, you know, that's what you're going to find. Same thing. If you're listening to a podcast or watching a, a movie, sometimes mm-hmm. my wife will be like, we'll see it and be like, Oh, it's a two and a half hour movie. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> and that could deter our decision. It's a hell of but a commitment. Sometimes yeah. you watch an hour and a half video that t- feels like it takes three days for it to finish because it's just not enjoyable. Oh yeah. You know, so these for like books and podcasts, sometimes podcast episode, it depends on what interests you and if you will follow through with it, I'll listen to a three-hour podcast if it interests me. Yeah, but I won't listen to a twenty-minute podcast if it doesn't. No joke. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> it's funny. I'm trying to get my girlfriend to go see John Wick right now, and it's like it's not like the crazy action, which she doesn't love, but she's like, it's like two hours and forty minutes. I'm like, yeah, yeah I know it's it's a heck of a commitment there. So, well, it is. I mean, it's it's something when you do know your. I mean, that's your vision. Like you have a goal of what you want and actually really think about this is what I want to do. Then all of a sudden the tactics and the strategies, you don't, you like, they don't seem as daunting because, okay, this is, this is what I need to do. You know, it's like, if you don't have that, you know, end goal in mind and you don't visualize that, then everything to lead up to it can seem like it's a monumental task with it. That's why I think it's so important, especially on the mindset side of you know, imagining that outcome. We've, you know, we've know that very, you know, very clearly from, you know, the four pillars of work there of getting down. So. Yeah. And, you know, you can, you know, like the quote that Brian Grasso says, mm-hmm. and it seems like is a Brian Grasso. Uh, uh, <laughs> podcast he's yeah, he's yeah, featured anyway. a lot on this podcast. I'm sure. Happens. Yes. Uh, is you, you can't out goal set an unsuccessful mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, if your mindset is, non-serving and unhelpful and that inner dialogue is keeping you from taking action. We can have all the goals that we want. I used to, I mean, geez, I had goals up the wazoo, but Mm -hmm. I never reached them because, you know, my mindset around it might've not been sound, might've not been a growth mindset where I actually felt deep down that I could get there. 
Do you think when, with that mindset, then is it almost subconsciously that there's self-sabotage going on when you do it, or is it more like not, um, you know, working as much as you know, you can in order to get it? Like what, like when we talk about like that negative mindset or like, you know, recovering pessimists, like those actions about it, like if you don't know where that is, like what was, what was happening during that time? Was it more self-sabotage? Yes, that's part of it for me. You know, procrastination was mm-hmm. one of the big ones, and that would lead to the self sabotage. Mm-hmm. Um, where, you know, if I look at it, it's probably not self. You know, sabotage. I wasn't sabotaging it. It was just I didn't believe it. I didn't. Um, I would find reasons to not do it, which again that could, you know, define a self sabotage. I would find uh, distractions in ways to avoid it because like, I was like, it's not working. So, you know, I need to find something else instead of Mm. keeping with the work. And that's why I like this system, like the four pillars, learn your language, count your wins, review your direction, imagine your outcome, because it's a, it's an actionable thing. Like how you said, we have to create the discipline and the habits first, just do it, just do it. It, it, it's mm-hmm. going to work eventually. You're going to find your way to do it, but we can't always adapt it in the first week because we haven't been doing it long enough. Like find right. a time, like I've, you know, right here in this red chair back yeah. there, that's where I used to do it. Like my, my morning routine where mm-hmm. I would read the Bible, read my uh, affirmations, read mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, devotions. And then sometimes you need a change of scenery and, and then review my direction, yes. learn your language. And then I'm like, all right, I need to, this was after probably months of being Mm -hmm. here. And I would go, you know, now I do it in a bigger area, like on the couch uh, in our living room when everybody's still sleeping, nobody's awake. And I'm I'm doing that work to get me ready for for the day. So Mm -hmm. first, like building that or creating a habit, creating the discipline that can turn into the habit. And once it's a habit, you don't really need a whole lot of discipline because it just becomes part of who you are, which is obviously a big part of the mindset right. too. Is who are you? Who are you becoming? Right? It, yeah. it's, it is the why, but it's also who that we live. Yeah. Well, and it's that habit aspect too. Like you mentioned one week, but even it's like six or 12 weeks, like so oh. many programs are out and we think that it's like, oh, I'm going to do this for this period of time. And, you know, I remember the, one of the people that you know, really made me think of this was when Jason Phillips was on the podcast and he's talked about his nutrition plan, which is amazing. And he talked about why it's such a long period of time, because he's like, you haven't, you haven't gone through anything in 12 weeks. Like, you know, you can, you can tunnel vision yourself for a short period of time and eliminate all this distractions. I want you to go through these habits when shit hits the fan, when you're stressed out of your mind, when you didn't sleep, like when all the bad stuff goes, but then also, to not let your foot off the gas pedal when things are going really well. And that one hit because I think with a lot of people that like, I know, like, I mean, I grew up very similar. Like we we had a very beautiful, you know, upbringing, you know, me and my sister, my parents were awesome. Like we, we didn't, all the people that a lot of people have to worry about with stuff. Like we never had that. Like it was very cozy. It was very comfortable. And it almost led to you work so far and then it's like, okay, I can get away with this. I can ease back and I can ease off the gas pedal. And it was almost a, it's a form of self-sabotage that we do where it's like, 
okay, I'm, I'm doing well enough. So I don't need to work that hard. And that took a while to break through it being like, well, if these are really the goals that you have, you want to, you know, increase your audience, you want to increase your business, you want to build this up to where you want it to be like, yeah, no, you keep needed to do the same stuff over and over again. Not when it was always easier for me when things were going bad. I'm like, okay, I can sw- flip the switch. And I'm like, all right, I'm working for the next 48 hours and I'm getting this back into the groove. But it's kind of, we talked about like that governor, like when yeah. things were really hot and things were going really well. And a lot of people, we ease off the gas pedal. Oh, I've, mm-hmm. I've lost weight. I'm on track with my weight loss. Go, oh, I can go out to dinner. I can splurge on that at night. Like, cause I'm doing really well and I can go back. It's a, it's a slippery slope. I'm so glad that you mentioned that. I, I identify with that so much too. It's because all of a sudden you start, yeah, you know, like you said, losing the weight or whatever the goal, your goal, health goal is, whatever your financial goal is, whatever your relationships, you, you, you get married, you find the love of your life, and then you stop doing what keeps that relationship hot and heavy, that keeps the relationship going. Because you, oh my gosh, that I'm, Yes, that is a form of self-sabotage when things are going well. And that goes back to the mindset, because if you have a mindset of, I don't deserve this, I haven't done enough, then you do start to self-sabotage because you're like, no, this, this, you know, I was told that I would never be a success or again, that's not somebody ever told me, but where I grew up, I grew up in a, because this is me. I grew up in a town of, of a thousand people. I had a graduating class of 76 in my, you know, in my, you know, we had less than 400 people in our high school. Who am I? Cause that can be a, that voice. Who am I to think I can, you know, do these summits with thousands of people listening to me? How, who am I to think I can do a podcast? Who, who cares what I have to think? Mm-hmm. And then that sabotages that gas, you know, foot on the gas pedal. So yes, that brought out all that. Cool. It is. It's it's crazy. You know, I heard that it's, uh, they did a study on golfers that were like that, where they were looking at handicaps of golfers. And then you'd see guys after the front nine, they were like crushing it. They were having like the, you know, the course of their life, they were going through stuff. And then they'd almost in their mind, no, I'm not this player. So they'd like almost self-sabotage without consciously thinking of it in the back nine and they would always break about that even mark or if they were really shitty in the front nine then all of a sudden they figured out how to pull it out at the end there's always this governor that's in our mind of where that (laughs) status quo is and you know we we learned it a lot in nutrition and weight loss like if you drop 30 pounds you know and you do it really quickly well however long it took you to lose that weight you need to keep doing the same stuff for at least that amount of time and then some to change the flagpole to stick it differently because yeah. your body's still recognizing where you were before. It can be very easy to go back, mm-hmm. you know, to that zone. It's the same. It's the lottery analogy. The people who win the lottery, 90% of them over the next couple of years go broke again because they didn't mm-hmm. change anything about their life, you know? So again, I think this goes back to what mindset it, well, what isn't it? It's not an epiphany moment where you're just going to change things over time and that everything's going to be glorious. It's, it's the daily habits of doing stuff over and over again. Absolutely. And, you know, I use the term, uh, be your own guarantee, you know, yes. BYOG, you I know, I, I, let's talk about that a little bit because yes, it's hold, holding yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. It's, and sometimes I go off the opposite side of, of, of the spectrum mm-hmm. 
versus where a lot of people I think fall where, again, I don't want to generalize, but yep. you know, we see it in the world where we, we need somebody to save us. We need, or we need somebody to save us, or we need somebody to blame, mm-hmm. right? Where we don't hold ourselves accountable. Whereas, you know, sometimes life does happen. Sometimes, you know, there are circumstances and situations that happen. How are we dealing with those? Like sometimes I go off like on the the BYO, I call it the BYOG side where I'm like, hold myself, like, it's all my fault. Like, what could have I done better um, with my kids, mm-hmm. with my, um, with my, my marriage, with my, or what, what went wrong and how is it all my fault? And that can be dangerous too, because that can lead to the mindset, like it's all my fault. Mm-hmm. There's, there's always like two part of the equation, sure. whether it's yep. business and health, but you know, being your own guarantee means taking the responsibility. It might not be your fault what happened, but it is your responsibility now. Whether that's if you, if a business part, partner or or patient or like business partner screwed you out of something, mm-hmm. okay. If it's a in a relationship where you had a horrible relationship with a significant other, again, yes, we have to take accountability for that. You, you might have been big trauma, big, you know, abused, Mm -hmm. we still have to take our accountability for that. And because if we allow that to dictate what we are going to be doing, like dictate our mindset and Mm -hmm. how we view the world, then it's going to dictate our next relationship or our next business venture or our next workout program or our next nutrition program, because we still have that mindset in the back is because we're not taking the responsibility that we need and mm. we can all be our own guarantee. You can be your own guarantee and still get help and still have faith that things are going to work out. You know, I, right. I love, you know, I, I'm rereading, I don't know if you read uh, Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights, it was from a couple yeah. of years ago. Great book. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm reading that and uh, rereading it. And it was mm. actually, I, I'm reading it even uh, to feel even closer to my dad. Yeah. He, again, he uh, uh, passed away a couple of years ago and that was, he was never a big reader. So we, while he was in the hospital, he, uh, we got an audible book mm-hmm. of that. And so he was, he listened to that. Um, it was the last book he listened to. So just rereading that. And that's what I bring that up because I'm in the part of the book now where, again, he talks about, you can have faith, but sometimes you have to test yourself and not just, not just, uh, uh um, you have to take matters into your own hands and like depend on yourself for a period of time. That doesn't mean, okay, I don't believe in God or I don't believe that he's leading me or guiding me, but it just means, you know what? Maybe I got too comfortable here. You right. know, relying and just, you know, not, not taking the steps necessary that I need. Again, that, that can go, um, way off to one end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like you completely like just do it on your own. But sometimes it's helpful to test yourself in that way. Yeah. Like going on an adventure where you, you know what? I need to take more, more of this into my hands. And that, again, that just came into my mind where sometimes we can rely on our faith. And that's our excuse to not take action. 100. Yeah. we We can rely on our mindset. And that means, okay. I'm doing, I'm doing the work in my mindset, 
but you're not taking the action in your workouts or your nutrition plan. Sure. Or, you know? Yeah. So you're going to get the results based on, yes, your actions, but how sustainable are those based off yeah. your, your mindset and faith? Yeah. I, I love that. And I know exactly where you're coming from on it. I mean, for that it's a great book. I loved yeah. uh, that book with McConaughey. He, he had a line in that, that hit me hard, which is check in with yourself before you check in with the world, which he talked about that changed my whole morning routine after I um, listened to that. But it is, I mean, faith is, it's very powerful, but it's a muscle. Like if it's not worked and you, it's, you know, and you're not working it, then it's gonna, it's gonna die out. And, you know, I think even after you become quote unquote successful, or you get to the goal that you have, you know, we talk about sustaining that afterwards, right? Well, I think sustaining that means you need to continuously still challenge yourself. It's not just now you found this routine that you do, because no matter what, something's going to get stale. And I think it's, you know, Jesse, Jesse Itzler has a, a great thing about that, where it's like, I don't know if he still does it, but like every eight weeks, he did some challenge that he never did before. Like, where he was doing an ultra marathon or he was, you know, going to a different exploration of a you know place in the world. And I mean, he made, you know, an incredible amount of income so he could do a lot of these different areas and stuff. But he said, like, if I don't challenge myself, he's like, you get stale, you get raw. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's, it's such an important piece of it. You know, it, it goes back to the, I mean, where mindset, fitness, health, I mean, all this stuff, I think, where many struggle and I've seen it on my end, um, you know, with clients that I work with is we think that there's like one result, there's one plan, there's one thing that's going, like, I need to find what, what is it that works best for me? It's like, well, what works best for you is a spectrum. It's going to change over and over again. You know, it's just like goals that we have, you know, if you have a goal to, you know, change your body composition, well, once you get to that goal, you're going to have new goals, like, cause you didn't even think about the goals now that you want to achieve when you first started the next one. So it's a continuously spectrum and, you know, an evolution over and over again. So I think it's, you know, the definition needs to, it's, it's got breath in it. It's got life in it. Yeah. And I love, you know, being on here and <clears throat> talking to you about this, these types of things. And this is why I love, you know, I journal today why do I love having a lifestyle business or mm-hmm. creating a lifestyle business? Well, I get to talk to, to Mike today. I get to create my own schedule. And that goes back to, so today, like my trigger, my mm-hmm. word is get to, not got to or have to or should, I get to. And yeah. that one's a powerful one for me is I mm-hmm. get to, I, I get to do this. And going back to what you said about the goals is, okay, you reach your goals. And you and I both know like the gap in the game right? Have you read that book or know no, about that? No, I haven't. No. Okay. Again, it's very similar to, again, counting your wins versus seeing how far you still have to go. Like we're all, so many times we, this is done by uh, uh, Ben Hardy and uh, mm-hmm. Dan Kennedy. Is it Kennedy? Sullivan. Dan Sullivan uh-huh. wrote this book together. And it, I, I, because we, the gap in the game. Okay. That's the name of the book. So, so many people, we measure ourselves with how far we still have to go to get to that goal. And then, so one, the one problem with that is that leads to pessimism. That leads to depression, sadness, because we still, oh my gosh, we still have so far to go. But we've been told you always have to look ahead, right? We got to look to that, to that, to the goal. But instead, to make sure we get closer to that goal and keep taking action and, and taking these steps, we have to look back. 
we have to measure our progress by looking back at how far we've come, because that's the only thing that's concrete. Mm. From where we started to where we are now, we can look back and count wins. We can see the gains that we've, we've created that we have based on that. But that ideal, that goal can always be moving. So let's say you lose the weight. Well, now you're like, okay, now what? And, and you, you come up with a different goal. It's always evolving like we've talked about already. So if we're constantly saying, living in the gap, and that's what that means, mm-hmm. is living with a gap of where we are now with where we want to be, right. then again, it's going to lead to these unserving, unhelpful behaviors because we feel like we still have so, so far to go. But to get us, keep us motivated, inspired, yeah. and optimistic, then if we look in the gain mm-hmm. from where we started to where we are now and count those g- wins, count those gains. And that's what I do at night is I, I say, okay, what were my wins today? Yep. Like three different wins. And then I put wins tomorrow and I lay out like three of those where I'm like in, so then I'm going to bed. Okay. Thinking about, and I already have a plan in place yes. when I don't, when I found out, if I don't do that, I wake up the next morning, kind of just, you know, blowing in the wind, right? You're not focused. Mm. So that, that's in then at the night, at nighttime, maybe I did two out of the three, maybe I did three out of the three, maybe I did one. It's still a win that I did that one. If I didn't do those others two, I still made progress on them, but maybe I didn't complete yes. the assignment, but it's still a win. And then that leads to more, more, uh, uh, you know, optimism, more yeah. confidence, more esteem that, okay, I'm going in the right direction. Yeah. It's momentum. I mean, it's just yep, that momentum, momentum that keeps, you know, fueling it. It's an incredible how, how deep just intentions and reflections can do of just bookending your day with it. You know, that was a blast. The last time I talked with BG and Carrie about their work with Ellie, they said like, they're starting with it as like, you know, with their app and their gamification that they're doing for young kids. I was like, how do you start this? And they're like intentions and reflections, like mm-hmm. just boil it down to that. Everything else kind of will fill in the gaps in the middle of it. And, uh, and I think that's, I mean, it is, it's very powerful. It's like you get these foundations down and then you match them. You know, it's funny. I just had a, a call with a, with a client who's doing amazing and they had like a six week stint where everything was, you know, going off in their, you know, family, they had a family tragedy, um, you know, just mindset was tough. And we go through their check-in sheet and we saw all the wins that happened over this past six weeks. And we don't think because we have this one view of this one goal in mind of, oh, I want to get here. And if we don't think we're getting there, we don't see the other things that are going on when actually we did that and realized, oh, wow, through all this shit that you just went through, you were still able to do all these other things. Mm -hmm. You still had all these wins that stacked up. And since that, and since that time, it's like, it's just, it starts to propel Bill's momentum up. It's like, there's wins in everything that we do. And and the one thing that I guard myself against and why I do this, you know, consistently, because if I get into that, like a negative mindset, if I hadn't slept well, and this is where health comes into it too. If I haven't eaten enough vegetables or if I, my nutrition is off, if I haven't slept well, if I haven't done my spinal health care and hygiene mm-hmm. routine, then my body feels it and I'm maybe more tired. And now when I'm tired, and that's happens for a lot of people, you, you start making the, the poor decisions because 
your negative mindset starts to direct your actions because it's it's in the unconscious and it's in the primitive part of the brain. That's what you know controls our emotions. So now yeah. your emotions will dictate those negative emotions will dictate what you do. Mm-hmm. And you know you, you mentioned something about getting there. You know once we get here, there and Kathy Mock and Matt Bush they were on the Mindset Matters mm-hmm. Summit, and they said something. Yeah, she said once he's like, if we are here on this, in this world, there's not a there. You're not there yet. We just, it's just keep moving. Yeah. And so one thing I have to guard myself, myself against, and I think so many other people do too, is the yeah, buts, because they can Mm -hmm. look at the wins. They can look at, you know, all the, like they can find the positive or find the, the serving and helpful behavior or part of something in their life, but then they can say, yeah, but yeah. So watch out for that, everybody. Mm. Watch out for the yeah buts. Again, that that can be that the devil in the back of your brain saying yeah but, and then that's going to stop your progress because you think you're not doing enough. Yeah, it, it's it's so quick how we negate the things that mm-hmm. we're doing because we're not there. That's a that's a really powerful statement. If we're here, there is no there. Right. You know, it's like it, <laughs> it is. It's like I, I've I've said this before to people. It's like everybody's perfect tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everybody's like, you know, we, we wake up tomorrow and we're going to be energized. Like you can envision like this fantasy, beautiful day that you're going to get everything. Oh, and trust me, I do it myself as well. Oh. Then all of a sudden, if one thing goes off from the fantasy that we played in our mind, we think, well, oh, this whole day is fucked. It's like, oh. we're not this and yeah. we get it. To, it to die. Oh gosh. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a powerful thing. It is. Um, so Doc, we dove into this so much, so I got to have you back on so we can talk more about spine and, and posture work too. No, so I, this this is great, man. And, you know, yeah. people are probably like spine. What the heck does that have to do with mind? And one hundred. You know, yeah. I'll say this. You know, the spine. It's the foundation of our strength of our body mm-hmm. and our health and energy because of how of the of the of how it protects our nervous system. Yeah, the nervous system has every. You know, it's it's fingers and everything, right? Our immune mm-hmm. system, our metabolism. And if our spine is in a, a poor position, it's going to affect our mental health, our physical health, our emotional health, even our spiritual and mindset health, mm-hmm. because now we can't we can't be at our best. We can't yes. allow the brain to do its job to get these signals to the rest of the body. And that includes with the parasympathetic system, the sympathetic system, and it just creates all kinds of, of uh, a stress throughout the body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. perfect. That's, that's our teaser. We can't teaser. do our that's kettlebell our... routine. Exactly. If, if yeah. you don't have a strong spine. Or... <laughs> now you're speaking, now you're speaking my language right that's there. Right. So that's our, that's our teaser for part two. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to have you back and we'll get uh, deep into the spine. So uh, Doc Ryan, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate you chatting with me today and uh, I really appreciate you, man. All right. Thank you, man. Yeah. If people want to follow you, check out more of the work that you do. You got a lot of stuff going on. Where's the best place that they can go and check you out? Uh, I would say get on my uh, newsletter list. Mm -hmm. Go to drwolfert.com. And I'm sure you'll have a link down there, but drwolfert.com. I made it tough on people to, uh, uh, with my uh, last name, but that's all right. You'll find me. That's why we got links and everything. Beautiful. Yeah. We'll get it right in the show notes. So Ryan, till next time, thank you so much listeners. Thank you so much. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you found some great value here. And if you like this episode, please drop a comment and leave us a five-star rating and review. It does more to build the show than you can imagine. And do not forget to check out and join the Strength Connection Facebook group. In this group, I share the biggest takeaways and lessons from these amazing conversations, as well as training and strength tips for pursuing mastery and fulfillment in life. It's, this group is filled with individuals looking to take full control over their strength, and it's the perfect space to explore new ideas and to share your journey. And you'll also get exclusive access to the Strength Connection Mastery Seminars. It's a deep dive into the physical, mental, and spiritual training that you can begin using immediately. So do not wait. Go now. Seriously, go. I right, much love to you. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you on the next one.